and I had two ladies um, the opening week stand outside almost hesitantly, and I said, you can go in, and the prices are the same. And they howled. <laughs> they absolutely howled. Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass FM dial, 102.9, in your car, at home, anywhere. Here today in the Franklin Food Pantry, with two more folks in our continuing series around the pantry and the new work, etc., etc. <laughs> Suzanne and Donna, welcome. Thank you for doing this today. Pleasure. Our pleasure. Excellent. So, since I've just mentioned your name, why don't you tell a little bit more about yourself? Introduce, people may not know who you are. Sure. I'm Suzanne Gendro. I am a lifelong resident of Franklin, which I believe the technical term makes me a townie. A townie. Um, <laughs> As opposed to me, I'm even though I'm 27, some 28 years. Oh no, still it, it not a townie. Count, still count. not no, a townie. No. Um, and before uh, becoming involved in the food pantry, I worked in higher education. In uh, I did a lot of fundraising and um, gift planning and development work. And uh, then I took a pivot, had my children, and opened a bakery, which was in Franklin, called the Anarella Cookie Company. A lot of fun. Then uh, after about six years, we closed, and I spent time with my family again. And then I met, bumped into Erin Lynch, who at that time I believe was the uh, director mm -hmm. here, and uh, she and I went to high school together. Ah, so connections. Yes, yeah, so we always connections, right? Franklin High School, and she asked me if I had any interest in helping out, which helping out turned into, <laughs> you know, there I am. So uh, I joined the board, and that was about five years ago, um, because I really believe in the mission, and I really have a soft spot for, I have this belief that everybody should have enough to eat, mm -hmm. uh, and that's really what it boils down to. So I have been fortunate enough to be part of this journey. Um, from the beginning of saving money to someday having a building, to mm -hmm. identifying a building, to realizing that wasn't the right building, to finding the perfect building, right. and sitting today inside the perfect building, and the odyssey that uh, took to get here. Yeah, and we'll talk more about it's not just the building, it's oh, it everything else. Isn't. But Donna, why don't you share some of your so, stories? So, I'm Donna O'Neill. Uh, I've been in town 51 years, and um, I've been told I'm an unofficial townie. 100%, <laughs> I agree. But 50 Priscilla, plus years got to get you something. <laughs> that gets you but something. Priscilla and, and Richie Cornetta, a long time ago, who put their arms around us and welcomed us to the community. Um, accounting is my background for many years, and also uh, I've done my share of volunteering and other things around town. Mm -hmm. I love Franklin and I love the people here. And it has been such a welcoming community to mm -hmm. me and to my children and now to my grandchildren. Although they don't live here, they spend time here. Mm -hmm. And they understand why I love it. Mm -hmm. And Suzanne's uh, reference to Erin is mine as well. 
after my husband passed in 2012, uh, Roberta Trahan, another townie, mm -hmm. <laughs> invited me to meet with Erin <laughs> because she felt there might be a role for me. And Erin sure. did have a role for me. And the same story is my role became um, very involved <laughs> and has stayed that way since 2013. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I can't say enough about the involvement. Um, I think Suzanne has nailed it. We looked and looked for a building. So many caring people were involved in that process. And uh, mine was minor in that I was on the committees that were doing some of the searching. Mm -hmm. sure. And um, fortunately, we land in this magnificent place where we sit today mm -hmm. to help our neighbors. Absolutely. So. Yeah. yeah. And just a quick reference for the back for the background for the listeners. Uh, I, I was had the opportunity to be on the board from 2010 to 2015. We were on the board when we hired Erin. So yeah, I'd, I'm still involved in different ways and certainly enjoying listening to your story so that we can share it with the community because yeah. as we were talking, it's really the community involvement that makes this so special. Yeah. 100%. So a little bit more about your role here so, now, um, and which is still evolving. <laughs> it, it evolves weekly. Uh, <laughs> I, I really feel like that. Um, I, as I said, I joined the board and um, I was the secretary for the board for I think about three years and I was recently elected vice chair um, underneath Rachel Fum who mm -hmm. is going to lead us next year and I'm, she's wonderful. And I am also, I was also very flattered to be asked to chair the campaign, which is what we're using to fund this fabulous building mm -hmm. and uh, pay for it. In addition to that, I, I like to do other things because I think being on the board is important, but what's more important is really understanding what's happening in this building. Mm -hmm. um, so for a number of years, I unloaded the truck. I was going to say that. I, I did mm -hmm. truck unload on Thursdays all through the pandemic. I actually um, voluntold my family, so my, my brother <laughs> Peter, uh, my husband Kyle, my son Adam, my nephew Sam, we would all come on Thursdays and, you know, with masks and we had to be, you know, separated distanced, and distanced. Yeah, and yeah. so we, we did that, which was a which was a really great opportunity because it got to show me through all four seasons the need, right, for a building. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were using a plastic eight foot table and sliding things down the bulkhead. You, you know these stories, I, right? <laughs> I've hit my head on those yes. doors once or twice. So. Well, being four yes. foot eleven, yes. I have no worries of hitting my head. <laughs> However, the, it did come to my eyeballs, you know, the table. So um, I, I've done that. I, I do weekend backpacks. I work the front desk, so I get to interface with clients, which mm -hmm. is probably my favorite thing. And it's important for me, um, being on the board, that as also as the chair, when I'm out in the community and I'm asking people to support the pantry, it's important for me to actually be able to say why, <laughs> right? To use those examples and to lean really heavy on people like Donna, to say, Donna, tell me your stories. And, and thankfully, she always has a, a story in her pocket, right? Mm -hmm. That just, just reinforces what we're doing. Um, and so to be able to be fortunate enough to work with not just the clients, but the staff here, the volunteers. Mm -hmm. We have so many people here who are just here for the right reasons, and, and it's been an amazing opportunity. Yeah, many hands make it happen, and 
aside from your volunteer role and accumulating stories role. <laughs> Why don't you expand on that a little bit? Mm -hmm. Certainly. I think, uh, again, Suzanne has really put into a capsule everything that I think and how I feel. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've been here since 2013, and I have seen such growth in us as, a, as, a, as an organization and just in the space now that we can offer to all of our neighbors. Um, my role uh, has gone from you know, weighing people's groceries out to mm -hmm. front desk duties to being on committees. Um, and that's evolved over the, t over the time that I've enjoyed being here. I truly, truly love Franklin and mm -hmm. love the people that we can help. And I think that Suzanne has said it well, that we're, we're just really a, a community. Mm -hmm. It isn't them and us, it is us. And that's how I feel about it. So I love spreading the word. I love telling Suzanne's stories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I really do. And because we are like spirits and, and like in heart, and uh, a connection to Franklin High School is that my children went to school with, with Suzanne. And, She's just been um, that kind of person all along, mm -hmm. and I've just had a chance to, to see that. Right. And how much she contributes here to the pantry is just um, not in the sentences that she said, it's so much more. Mm -hmm. So we're so much luckier than a lot of organizations in that regard. There's no one here that's for themselves, it's for others. And yeah. I know that that's the mission and will always be. Mm -hmm. And while we're here in the new building, to focus on that, certainly it's not just the building, it's the things that we can do with the building. Most definitely. Starting with servicing our neighbors and clients with more respect, more dignity than we could in the prior building. Correct. And the dignity was still there. A client has recently said to that, spoken to that to me, but it's the, it's the idea that they can come shopping mm -hmm. and not feel like they're pressured to take a few things here right. and a few things there, mm -hmm. that there's a variety they can take that they really want. One of the things I do here that I absolutely love is I do phone people who are unable to get here. Mm -hmm. And my pleasure in that is that I know they are getting choices through my verbalizing a menu, mm -hmm. but if I had a magic wand, they would all come in. Right. Because it would sure. just be great if mm -hmm. that was possible. Our mobile pantries try very hard to make that happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it comes to everybody um, that I happen to call. Mm -hmm. It comes to where they live. So sure. they do have uh, that opportunity if they have an aide that can go and do right. that shopping for them. Yeah. So yeah. that happens as well. Yeah, that's one of the, I know, I, I see the mobile pantry at the food, at the uh, senior center. That's right. On a monthly yeah. basis. Mm -hmm. right. I believe you still go to Central Park Terrace. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That kind of thing, I think, is something as we're able to, now you certainly have the space to yep. store more, yep. deliver more. Yes. As other opportunities arise, we, it can get expanded beyond that, because that's what the building campaign effectively is doing. It's not just the building, it's more. It, it's what happens inside this building, building. right? Right. And I will say, just as a really simple thing that, you know, Donna just spoke about dignity, the very first 
when we first opened our doors, that very first interaction where the clients came in, I remember this one woman paused and said, would it be okay if I use the bathroom? And I thought to myself, wow, because <laughs> we have a bathroom. We never had a bathroom, right? We, we never had a bathroom. It that was we could, storage. It was storage, I mean, right? You're, you're exactly right. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, there's a dignified component to be able to walk into the bathroom and use the bathroom and mm -hmm. it's a clean bathroom and it's safe and it you know mm -hmm. so there are other things obviously we do in the bath in the, in the building not the bathroom um, <laughs> <laughs> but um absolutely it's the programs right it's mm -hmm. it's it's this room we're in right now this community room sure. that is going to be a, you know you're able to use this room you know boy scouts could use this room or other nonprofits other nonprofits can use this room there's a small um, space downstairs where you know we're hoping to bring in a, a nurse that might be able to do blood pressure checks or, sure. or or maybe somebody from the state that could explain snap benefits or maybe ESL as we go forward you know mm -hmm. i mean we're there are things that happen in this building that could not happen right. elsewhere. Well, just one of the regular pieces. Now the uh, intake coordinator, and that may not be the right term, but the person who at least coordinates when somebody new Our comes in. Is, sure, Laura. Now you've got a door as opposed to a shower curtain. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, correct. Right? And uh, it, there's, a, there's a piece they have there. privacy. Yep. We have chairs, dare I say, right? Chairs that when it's pouring rain out, you, they're not sitting, you know, our, mm -hmm. our neighbors aren't sitting outside. They can actually come inside. Last, I was here Friday and we, we had seven shoppers at once. Volume. Volume. <laughs> I mean, you know, we had we four. So and, limited right. to how many could come Simply through at a time. Simply the space just was the a space. Just that sentence alone makes everything worth it. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's it's fantastic. And, and while I, there's not a huge increase in the amount of food we have right now, the way we're able to display it, sure. right? The, 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 freezer case, the, the freezer cases are just beautiful and you can see everything that's in there and the produce and the, mm -hmm. you know, everything is just displayed so nicely mm -hmm. and there's a, again another. It's so like you walked into any other Correct. top of the line market, that's effectively right. you've got the same type look right. and feel here. And yeah. I've had clients say that very thing, you know, with pride. Sure. Yeah. And I had two ladies um, the opening week stand outside almost hesitantly, and I said, you can go in, and the prices are the same. And they howled. <laughs> yeah. They absolutely howled. Oh, Donna, that's so funny. Yeah. But it's all true, because we looked grand sure. to them for those few moments before entering, mm -hmm. and then they realized, oh yeah, it's it's, it's the same, and right. here are people that I recognize, sure. and so on and so forth, yeah. so right. that's a feeling that I also picked up on at the senior center, mm -hmm. um, from when the mobile pantry was taking place, mm -hmm. I was outside sure. the library, and I think people genuinely like the idea that it has that feeling of the regular shopping mm -hmm. experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that the committees and the, and the groups that worked on this, you know, Brad from Camper Group was just outstanding. Cooper mm -hmm. Neri was our architect. They were amazing, you know, but all of this obviously comes at a cost. And, mm -hmm. and when we got that grant from Mass Development, sure. it was 
game-changing for mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. um, it allowed us to do the things like windows, like a roof, you know, things that we would sort of push off, like everyone else who had mm -hmm. a mortgage, right? right. Um, and right. so those things we were able to do. You know, you look around and, and where we didn't um, have those opportunities was things like the shopping area. We had these, I, I've learned so much, gondola shelving, right? <laughs> who, yeah. and who knew, right? So those were things that, you know, we did a lot of research on and, and, and really, really priced hard for those. And that's in the shopping area for the clients. But we also had a moving committee and Roberta um, and, and uh, Vicki Coates, they were both on that and they mm -hmm. were masterful. Right. I mean, you're looking in an area right now where these chairs are from Davis Thayer. Yes. the closed school so while it you know I think the microwave is um, our executive director remodeled her home and we took her microwave <laughs> um, so while we you know we look around and we say like wow this is such a beautiful place and you guys did boy dig deep and you'll see a mm -hmm. lot of history here you know yeah. um, one of our, our volunteers actually took a chalkboard when they were searching for things from Davis there. I don't know if you, did you see the one that Amber did? And um, she's actually a board member, and not because she did a great job with the, with the chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> then it's something to do with Right, and she found this chalkboard and she brought it home and painted it and it now sits out front and mm -hmm. it, it always has a positive message on it. Sure. You know, and, um, and so all these things have happened, but they've happened because the community stands behind us. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. and they support us, and, and the state, and, and Jeff Roy, who has done a great job advocating mm -hmm. for us, and, and we get this $50,000, and I believe it's on target for next year as well. It's in the budget so far, in the budget hasn't been approved Hasn't been yet, approved, but right, right. But, and, and so, you know, we're, we're doing that, but we, we're getting our message out, and right now we're about to start our public phase of this campaign, yes. where we turn to the community and we say, you know, we've been grateful for their support, which has been unwavering on the annual support and keeping the lights on and keeping food, but, you know, now we want to get those programs running, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and we, we need that capital peace yes. in play yeah, and, um, and and so far people have stepped up in ways that are pretty humbling yeah and uh, I yeah. hope it can and I, I won't say I hope no, I know right. I know it will continue because well, yeah. I think we have on the docket we're going to start some doing some tours yes where people can actually yep. see what it is that we are talking Absolutely. about here today mm -hmm. yep. and um, along with the the construction idea, it was so thoughtfully done. One fun fact is that we have circular lights as you enter the building, and to a couple of clients, they looked like halos, and they said, was this done on purpose for all you angels, um, type of comments. So there's a lot of, of uh, cause and effect sure. that has gone into the thinking yeah. here, and um, again, once the public is in to see what, mm -hmm. what we see, I think that they will be happy to contribute to the cause. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And having been part of kind of the building and advancements committee, there's two committees, and yeah. now we're getting into the public face, which is yeah. why we're doing this as part of that yeah. as well. I think, I think our public knows what we did in a smaller space, and so 
the anticipation of what they are going mm -hmm. to see is definitely there. Yeah. yeah, and I think even from my own perspective with advertising kind of the radio, TV, at mm -hmm. the Strawberry Stroll, I was given out business cards, and I gave one to a lady, she oh, we've got a radio station. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And then the next card I gave out to somebody who's, oh, I just heard your interview with, and I said, well, he's over there if you want to talk. So they went and talked. But that's kind of the range yeah. that we're dealing with. Right. And I've said it elsewhere, but here now, people, this was Edwin's. It was brown. It was a key I, place. Iconic. But now it is white. Mm -hmm. so And bright. <laughs> white and bright. And if people didn't notice before, if people didn't notice before, they will notice they now. They notice now. Mm -hmm. And then they'll find out, oh, we do have a food pantry. Oh, yeah. we do need some things. And yeah, exactly. Then the helpers will get the help and the yeah. helpers will help the neighbors. And That's right. And, and the staff is fantastic because they allow us to go out and just yesterday I was out to dinner and somebody said to me, well, how, like, how do I, how do I know what you need? You know, I mean, like, I support you, you know, I, I support you every quarter. And I said, thank you. And they said, but, you know, if you needed something, how do I know? And I said, well, you'll, you can see it on social media, but you can go to our website. And yes. we have a list of current needs. You do? Yes. I do. So I think to myself, you know, how lucky are we to have people ask us how? Mm -hmm. And we're able to readily say, you can just log on and you can look at this or, mm -hmm. you know, and, and um, I have a, an, an aunt who's a little bit older and she said, well, I don't go on social media. Mm -hmm. Can I call? Yes. Sure you can. Yes. <laughs> right? So, absolutely. What's yep. one of the key pieces, I think, is that we need to be aware, not just of our client base, but of our community base, that mm -hmm. some are on social media. But some the newspapers, not. unfortunately, are disappearing. I know, yeah. So we have to utilize shame. every other channel that's yep. available to us yep. to get that word out and then to help reinforce and then position the ambassadors so that they have the tools to continue to spread the word like you're talking about. That's right. Absolutely. And it's great because we're spreading the word and using it, you know, like the strawberry stroll, that venue, or, mm -hmm. or the Harvest Fest, right? So we we have the opportunity to spread the word to get folks involved in, in the community to help support the pantry, but we're also able to spread the word to find new folks that we can help. Right. And that is just as important. And, and you know, when you look at the numbers, I don't have them off the top of my head. Marsha will undoubtedly have them like mm -hmm. that. But when you look at how many folks in, in our community qualify for SNAP benefits sure. and how many we actually service, the number was pretty distant. Yeah. Um, and not. now we're noticing, we actually just talked about this right before we started recording, mm -hmm. the, the number of new folks we're That's having right. coming right. to the pantry who feel that they sure. can come now for whatever reason is, is fantastic and, and allows us to help more people mm -hmm. You know, I wonder if that's the outreach that's happening, the, the, the new building, the space. The I think it's all of it together. Right, all of and it. And the SNAP program has unfortunately been cut for so many. Yes. Um, one of my clients uh, was getting $119 a month, is now getting $23. Ooh. And $23. Yeah. And um, when I say my clients, these would be people that, that I deal have with contact with. Your right. phone calls, right. yeah. Yeah. And um, I just can't get over it, how that, and that is a 
problem for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Twenty-three dollars a month. A month. Yeah. Instead of the hundred and twenty, whatever. Well, so, and that wasn't yeah, enough. And no. still, that wasn't enough. Right. Twenty-three is not going to go far yeah. either. And yeah. I, I know a couple of them are through through agencies making a plea mm -hmm. um, to see if that would increase. But if it increases, it wouldn't be to Back what they to, were getting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the deed. And, and to Sue's point, it's all of that's combined in mm -hmm. why our numbers are increasing. Sure. And certainly to your point, COVID brought uh, the need very much to the public well, and eye. I think respectfully, folks in Franklin, it's, in a, it's, in a, it's a community that is certainly giving and welcoming, et cetera, but respectfully, it's also a rather expensive community. And I know, at least from conversations and mm -hmm. from through the hearsay, mm -hmm. you know, if you've got two incomes and one gets lost because of something during COVID and there were a bunch of job changes, et cetera, there still are. The, yes. the future is still not guaranteed by any means. Um, now, you're the, now you're on the edge, right? And at least we have a safety net yeah. and now we're that much more visible right. so right. people can at least come in and welcome right. and find out. Right. Um, respectfully, even Rockland Trust, when they gave us the facility downtown, we were still somewhat hidden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> people didn't people know. People didn't know where That's we were. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just so proud of us as a community. When we moved in, there were more cows than people. And um, I've literally watched, in Franklin, literally, back in those days. That, but, correct, 1972. The growth has been such over the, the time. The cows that, that were at Grelix were Grelix cows, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so on. We could talk about that kind of geography sure. forever, yeah. but uh, just watching it change. Yeah. What never changed was the community caring about each yes. other. Yeah. And yeah. that I still think happens today, whether mm -hmm. you're a newcomer or you've been here for from yeah. birth. Yeah. People care. I swear there's just magic in the water and mm -hmm. in the air that we breathe here in Franklin. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. think every community is like that. Now, having lived in a few other places and then found here, no, I, I would agree. This, this is a special place. Yeah. yeah. And just because it says Franklin, you know, to your point, we're not part of the town. No. Right? right. So, yeah. and people can think, oh, well, 4th of July, well, that wasn't put on by the town. That was another coalition. The yeah. Memorial Day parade, that was another group. Yeah. All these different things are done in Franklin's name, but right. they're all different aspects yeah. of the community. Right. And to a certain extent, that also helps funnel through to what you're doing here That's as right. well. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the building campaign, we're more than halfway to yes. the goal. We are more than halfway. We are just shy of can I say this? We are we are just shy of two million. I believe we're one point nine six. Gosh, I don't remember now. And our, our yes, our goal is three point five. And our three the three point five is a was. Believe me when I tell you that was a number that was investigated, fought over, and, and mm -hmm. all of that. And right. and um, it it encompasses really the three most important things for us, which were, you know, purchasing the building, renovating the building keeping the programming so that we can have this programming in Correct. place, right? Yeah. Um, to give you a little kitty to keep things coming, right. just in case the annual has some That's blips right. in it, whatever. It's right. our programming that happens here. Absolutely. And the last component was 
we, we have to come up with a better name. We, we called it the rainy day account, but it, it isn't a rainy day account, right? It's, it's basically what we all have, right? With a mortgage mm -hmm. and a home, it's, boy, if the, you know, if the air conditioning goes, how are we gonna pay for that, right? right. So, so it's these three components. So it, if you break them out, I guess, we were trying to like figure it that way and it was like we're 90% or 94% really close to the first part of the goal, which right. was, you know, yeah. I guess the goal, yeah. right. But it's, they're not three separate buckets. No, so no, you know what I mean? It's, it's not together. like, okay, That's so right. we paid for this now, we don't have any money for programming. Right, right. So it's, it's all happening kind of at once. Yes. And uh, so the, the foundations and the grants, um, our director, Marsha um, Tate, director of development is just, you know, the, mm -hmm. the grants, the foundation, she just works so hard at researching and finding mm -hmm. what we can come up with. And right. so that's been, that's a piece that, you know, the mass development grant was our biggest one. And, and that's been fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's, we started with our individual, the, the sort of the leadership giving, which was larger donors. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's been a process over the last 13 or 14 months where we've worked in, and now we had prepared for our public phase which is sort of, I, I kind of see it as like a boots on the ground, community involvement, like here we go, right? Let's, mm -hmm. let's get us over the, the finish That's line. Right. Let's right. get these yeah. programs, you know, let's get things done. And, and, and I, I think, the, pro, I think the, the community's excited. I think they, they want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and to your point, picking up on the conversation you mentioned earlier, there's so many ways to help from volunteering, financially, yep long-term financially or just spreading the word spreading the word spreading absolutely the word spreading the word um, checking the you know the e the the website and seeing if there's a current need sometimes we'll have a need where oh my gosh we are we don't have enough toilet paper right. you know and we'll send a, a social media blast mm -hmm. and those are the moments where I, I just think to myself like wow right because yeah. you you start to see people you know the, the the purple bin in the back of the building which is where we you know accept our donations from it you know in, in off hours in right. off hours right <laughs> you know that's right it'll be people whoa they need toilet paper right and off it yeah. so i just think to myself you know that's that's franklin yes. for you right yeah. mm -hmm. and um and and so and and it's not you know those leadership gifts are great and and Believe me, I will take one all day long. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's the the folks that give every month. We have a program called Gems Give Every Month. You know, we have folks that give five dollars every month, any dollars, ten dollar exactly. any month. It doesn't matter. Sure. It's a yeah. it's a consistent gift that supports us. Yeah. Um, you know, and and while that's different from a campaign gift, because a campaign gift is obviously a finite thing to get this building and everything mm -hmm. that's happening mm -hmm. inside of it. Um, but they're both equally important. Sure. You know? That's right. And, and, uh, yeah, and then once the campaign, quote, finishes, and at some point in time it will, then right. we can segue those folks into the ongoing annual campaign because we're going to be we're here for a while. Right. We're, we're right. always I mean, I would need. love, I would love to have a moment where, you know, boy, we don't have any more clients and no one needs us. And, but I, I can honestly look nope. everyone Isn't in the, the face and say either. that mm -hmm. I don't yeah. see that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, as long as there is a need, we're here. That's right. Yeah. Well, I know you have busy schedules. And I thank you for sharing today what thank you, you have. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. And clearly people can come to franklinfoodpantry.org, can call. Yeah. Can stop us. Can stop by. Donna's stop got great stories. <laughs> So thank you again. Any last words of wisdom? 
just know that we're here and that we will accept your help, whatever that looks like. And thank you, Steve, for having us. Thank you, Steve. And thank you. Absolutely. You're on the front lines, and I'll support you in whichever way I can, which is including in this audio itself. Absolutely. Well, we are grateful for all of that support. Yes. Really, all of that you do in Franklin Matters and MyFM, we are very grateful. Yeah, thank you. And as a quick reminder, we do this because Franklin Matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tin Type Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.